0: Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sesternino back with another burning question for episode four of Survivor 44. I've had so much fun doing the burning questions this season, and I've really appreciated all the nice feedback that I've gotten about this new project. So I'm glad people seem to be enjoying uh, these sort of like bigger discussion points about things from the episode. And this week, the thing that was top of mind for me was... The question about whether or not survivors should lie about their jobs. Of course, we all saw this week when Josh got switched over to the Tika tribe. And the first conversation that comes up is when we see Sarah say to him, wait, are you a surgeon? No, 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 no. I'm a physical trainer. He tells us in his confessional, I'm not telling anybody that I'm a surgeon. I just want people to think that, you know, I'm a happy-go-lucky jock that likes to work out and you know isn't really strategic or smart, as you will, because that could blow up my game. And he goes on to tell a story. Jam Jam and Sarah are not buying it. He's a surgeon and he's lying to us. I agree. His timeline? Let's add this up. And Jam Jam even tells us like, look, I could deal with a lot of things, but Don't lie to me, Josh. Can't work with Josh. Josh becomes the target. And then that sets in course the rest of the events in motion, which ultimately leads us out getting voted out of the game. But that's neither here nor there for this conversation. We want to talk about Josh saying that he is a personal trainer and not a podiatric surgeon. Now that they caught on to this, in addition to sort of like there being kind of that wonky conversation about asking Josh point blank, Is he a surgeon that Sarah says, hey, when we did the snake puzzle, we heard Josh say that he has steady hands in his profession. And nope, nope, not, not a surgeon. So I went back and looked at, now in that second immunity challenge of the season, you have Josh on one side, Sarah on the other side. So they were both in position doing the snake puzzle. Josh is working on the, the puzzle and you know he, he's dropped it a couple of times but he's getting close and he must have said something about having steady hands loud enough where that he sort of incepted Jeff Probst because Jeff says Josh, back on the move steady hands. So he's not either, he really does have the steady hands or it got said very loud and it got planted in Jeff's brain. But what else got planted in people's brains about josh is that there was something about josh this season where people did not seem to trust him we got the scene in the beginning of the episode where he's at the bottom of Soka. we saw last week talking about the vote claire said i don't trust josh as far as i can throw him franny also called josh suspicious shady for whatever reason josh was putting off a vibe that people did not trust him was this because he was not being upfront with the other players about his profession? I immediately asked him, oh, are you a surgeon? And then he says that he's a physical trainer, which we're like, how steady do your hands have to be? <laughs> which brings us to today's discussion. Should Survivor players lie about their jobs? Now, Survivor has a rich history of people who have lied about their job. And I say that specifically because many of the players who've lied about their job have been rich or famous, and sometimes both, and have lied about their jobs. Probably the Survivor player who most famously lied about their job uh, was back in Survivor Guatemala when it was Gary Hogaboom or was it Gary Hawkins who was the first really notable famous person who came and played Survivor now Gary Hawkins uh was a landscaper but Gary Hogaboom played uh, in the NFL for 11 years and was a kind of a known quantity uh, enough so that Danny Boatwright was able to ID him and kind of trolled him at one of the challenges. And while uh, Gary Hogaboom was not going to let the other players know, Danny Boatwright kind of put it out there and sort of tell people, hey, I think that uh, that's Gary Hogaboom. And even at the risk, of getting beaten down by Amy. Uh, Gary said, I'm going to swear to my grave. I am not Gary Hogeboom. Uh Ultimately, kind of blew over. People just kind of got over it. Uh, Danny and Gary started working together and uh, really wasn't a big deal, but it did come up quite a bit on the show. You also had Other notable celebrities like Lisa Welchel and Jeff Kent, who both played in Survivor Philippines, uh, both got ID'd by other members of their cast. It never really became a reason in which uh, players wanted to vote them out of the game, uh, but it was a big part of the story in terms of them trying to hide their other identities. Cliff Robinson is somebody who came into the game, didn't say who he was, Woo. ID'd him pretty quickly. Even Danny McRae, that he was somebody who uh, didn't tell people up front who he was, uh, later on told people in the game. There are other people who had some wealth, like Russell Hance, who allegedly was the owner of an oil company, and told people... One of the few people who told people that he has a job to make him more likable in the game uh, said that he is a firefighter, which apparently is the best job you could ever have on Survivor. Kind of a smart move that I think more people, if they are lying about their job, forget personal trainer. Tell more people that you're firefighters because they do great on Survivor. So we have people who are kind of famous. They don't want people to know who they are, and so they don't want people to know how wealthy they might be. So they come in and they don't disclose who they are. That's understandable, but that's not really what we're talking about here today. We're talking about people who come in with a profession that they feel like could be threatening to the other contestants, and they decide to go in a different direction. And notably, these players usually come in two packages— Police officers and lawyers. Now, of course, we all know the saga of Tony in Survivor Kagiyan. Tony came in. He was on again, off again. Of, oh, I'm a police officer. No, I'm a construction worker. You had him on a tribe with Sarah, who was also a police officer. She had dar. She was able to determine, hey, you're a cop. Tony said, no, I'm a construction worker. And she said, no, I think you're a cop. And they went back and forth. Eventually, Tony tells everybody that he's a cop. Tony being a cop really has nothing to do with any reason why people are thinking about voting him off in Survivor On. It's a lot of like wasted energy in terms of lying to Sarah, going back and forth, being a cop. They do develop the Cops Are Us alliance, uh, which probably pays more dividends in Winners at War. Cops are Us, man. We got to stick together. We're trying. How many years has it been since we first formed? Six. Six years. That's that's why I said six years in the making. Another famous instance of a police officer lying about what they did for a living. You have Brett LaBelle, who in Survivor Millennials versus Gen X is going to be telling the other people... That he works as a funeral director, but it does not pass the spell test to Hannah and Jay. And you have a scene of them asking him questions about being a funeral director. Only at a time. How does it even work? You make appointments and sit down and talk about, you know, funerals and stuff like that. You know, I hated the lie to work, but. I know the history of Survivor. He does not seem to have great answers or does not really feel comfortable in talking about that with them. And it does feel like it's something where they do not feel like they can work with Brett. That He's not giving them good vibes to work with. There's also a ton of lawyers also who are going to not disclose what they do for a living. Back in Cagayan, Cass, again, is somebody who, as a lawyer, tells people that she is trains reindeer, that somehow gets lost in translation to that she is works with llama. That's why Tony is talking llamas to her in the episode. I'm sorry, I don't talk I llama. I'm supposed to talk llama to you. You understand that better? Jessica Lewis and Chris Hammonds, both in the same season, they get voted out back to back. They both were lying about being lawyers. And Nick Wilson misrepresented himself a ton as well in Survivor David versus Goliath. But do players actually ever get voted out of the game based on their job? And I went back through the history of the show and I tried to find, okay, who are people who get voted out of the game based off of what their profession is. And I really came up with very few examples of players that the tribe found out that they were a specific job and voted them out. It almost never happens. In fact, the only one clear-cut example, and I'm sure people will let me know in the comments, was the one person that I found throughout the history of Survivor that got voted out because they had a specific profession Happened last season. Remember Justine? Remember, they talked about, oh, she's a salesperson. Can't trust Justine. Salesperson, she's got to go. Ironically, it was Cody who lied about being in elevator sales. That was the person that was really pushing. Got to vote out Justine. Yeah, can't trust the salesperson. Even Jesse's like, oh, you know, salespeople, got to get rid of them. But was she actually voted out of the game for being a salesperson? or? Was it because that she already didn't have a great relationship with players like Jesse and with Cody and being a salesperson was just the thing that closed the sale of that Justine is going to be the vote. We saw that she was working with Noel, had a good relationship with Dwight, told Jesse that she was good at lying. And I think that being a salesperson might have just been the icing on the cake, Justine Had she had better relationships with Jesse and Cody, I don't think that anybody would have cared that she was a salesperson. In Survivor 41, you have Voce disclosed to the Yasa tribe that he was a neurosurgeon. And it became a talking point of why people wanted to vote him out. But even if Voce hid what his job was, even if Voce came in and told people he was even a firefighter, I think that people would have still wanted to target Voce because he demonstrated quite a bit that he was an incredibly smart guy down to correcting Jeff's percentage points at tribal council due to the shot in the dark odds players might make a first impression based off of what you do for a living. But I believe that the social relationships and the character traits you exhibit are much bigger factors in terms of the relationships you make on survivor. I don't think that it's a player-specific occupation that really hurts them in the game. I think it's exhibiting the negative traits that get associated with those jobs that are a much bigger factor. For instance, if somebody is being standoffish or trying to be like overly investigative with the other players, but is hiding the fact that they're actually in law enforcement, I think that's a lot worse than if a player was just to come forward, say that they work as a police officer, but have an amazing social game. What do you do, Sarah? I'm a cop. Are you really? A cop? Yeah. You're a pretty cool girl, Sarah. You know, I got a Thank confession you. to make. want me to tell you the truth? Yeah. I'm not a cop. <laughs> You're lying to me. Almost every job has some kind of negative stereotype or association that comes along with it. As a player, it's a good idea to think about what are the things, the misconceptions that people have about people in my profession? And then be mindful of what traits you might be exhibiting. And if there's any sort of trait that might be in line with people's negative perceptions about your career, because that that career could be a magnifying glass on those traits. And it could be something that does hurt you in the game in light of the profession that you tell people you are. But what about in terms of winning the game? Do Survivor juries punish contestants who are wealthier or have a profession that might be more higher paying than others? While you might think that that would be the case, I went back and I looked at all the final twos and final threes, even going back to the very first season of Survivor. Richard Hatch, I'm sure, much more affluent than Kelly Wigglesworth. You had Earl, an advertising executive, beat out a literal homeless person in Dreams, uh, along with Cassandra back in Survivor Fiji. Cochran was graduating from Harvard Law School, beat out Dawn, who was uh, the mother of six adopted children. And even in David versus Goliath, Mike White seemed to have more of an issue with, being more affluent than Nick Wilson, than anybody on the actual jury seem to be about that. The jury will vote for the person that they like the best. If you have good social bonds with the other players, I don't think that they care about what your job might be. They are going to, even more so than resume or anything like that. I have always thought the biggest factor in a survivor jury voting for people is how much do they like The person that they are voting for, or how much do they dislike the person that they are voting against? I do not think that jurors take a look at the financial picture of the players in the final three when it comes to making their decisions. So instead of outright lying about your profession, maybe there's a better way to go. If you need to hide a part about yourself, a better way to go might be just to downplay things about your career. Rather than assume an entirely new identity or a profession that is not your field, maybe you can just tone down the threat level of what you're already doing. A great example of that was Jill Bame in Survivor Nicaragua. She was a doctor. She told people that she was a nurse to be less threatening. Even last season, Jesse, he told people that he had a PhD, didn't tell them that it was in political science. Evie in season 41. They said that they were a research assistant, not a PhD student. There are things about yourself that you can omit, tone down, leave out. You don't need to completely lie about who you are as a person because it really inhibits you from being able to make those social bonds. When you lie about your job, You have to burn a lot of mental energy keeping up your lie, and it could cost you in Survivor more than you realize because the players are all smart. They can tell when you're not being straight up with them. That's why a player like Carolyn is so dangerous because she oozes authenticity in a way that a player like Josh, who's hiding parts of himself, just simply cannot. Josh got swapped to Tika, And he clung to his lie that he was a personal trainer and not a podiatric surgeon, and he almost shot himself in the foot. Jam Jam and Sarah did not want to work with him. Why? Because they felt like that he was lying to them. Even at his old tribe, players felt like that they could not trust him, that he was being suspicious, he was being shady. Was that because he was telling them that he was a personal trainer? We may never know. But that lack of trust has certainly hurt Josh in this game. In the new era, your primary objective is to build trust as quickly as possible because the game moves faster than it ever has. It takes more than just the steady hand of a personal trainer these days. You need to make friends. And in a small tribe, people are just looking for someone to trust. There's not enough time in the game to be choosy about what professions you want to make friends with. People are just looking for someone they can believe in. As for Josh and Carolyn and Jam Jam, we'll see where we go from here. I had a ton of interesting discussion on the podcast this week about Carolyn and her decision to work with Josh instead of Jam Jam and Sarah. I really hope uh, you all have enjoyed That conversation. Let's see if Josh can make it through another week or maybe if we'll have the opportunity to speak to Josh himself this week in the Survivor exit interview. I appreciate all of the uh, incredible feedback and comments that I get about the podcast and these videos. And so if you would like to help us figure out what we're doing on the next Burning Question, I lean heavily on the Rob is a Podcast patron community. If this is the type of content that speaks to you, head on over and check out everything we have going on at Rob is a Planet. That's at Website.com slash patron. Thank you for joining us for another Burning Question. I'm Rob Sesternino, a plumber to all. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.